voice that could make a Wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You take every bit of your energy, every fiber in your bone, and you take it and you beat the piss out of them. I'm talking about beat the piss out of them. Let's go whip their ass. Let's go. Mike Griffith, HAC's Dog Nation, covers Georgia. Mike, I would be remiss if we didn't start with Dylan Rayola. What do you know about what's happening? Same thing everybody else does. The guy's uh, taking a visit to Nebraska on the weekend, and his dad played there. He's got an uncle there that's a line coach. He's got a big grace, so, uh, you know, it's possible he could flip to Nebraska. What does that do, if anything, to the quarterback room at Georgia? Well, I mean, he's not here yet, and they have Ryan Pugliese, uh, another top-ten quarterback from Connecticut that's been pretty firm through the whole deal that's wanted to come and compete. So, um, you know, Rayola is not a guy that was going to start in year one or, you know, who knows, maybe not even year two. Uh, I think the bigger news is, you know, whether or not Carson Beck comes back. Uh, because then that affects whether or not Georgia, you know, gets a veteran out of the portal like a like a Leonard uh, from Duke, um, and then you wonder what happens to Gunnar Stockton. So, you know, this is this is where we're at. You know, between NIL and players declaring for the NFL and open portal uh, recruiting, late visits, late flips, big time college football. How would you handicap Beck right now? Fifty-fifty. I mean, he's uh, you know his draft grade is going to be anywhere between late first round or fourth round, just depending on you know where do you, where do you place him among the quarterbacks? You know, is he is he the third quarterback? Is he the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh? I, I know Mel Kiper has him as the seventh, which uh, Stetson Bennett was the seventh quarterback taken last year, and he went in the fourth round. Um, I think he would go before then. I think Carson Beck would, you know, probably be a you know late first to late second round pick. All it takes is one team to like you. you know, he's a guy that got better as the year went on. Didn't play great against Alabama, but didn't have a lot of help. Um, he missed on a couple of big plays, but his receivers were hurt and weren't getting a whole lot of separation. Alabama was able to get a pass rush without blitzing, so uh, that was that was tough on Carson. Um, but does he want another year of it? You know, not knowing who his receivers will be. Bowers 
most surely going to the NFL. McConkey likely going to the NFL. Uh, not sure about the transfer love it and what he's doing right now, but um, you know, you lose those top two targets. Not sure about Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saint. That's one of his top four targets as well. I mean, you know, those four names right there, those are your four leading receivers and are they all back or any of them back? Um, lose your top two rushers, lose probably your right tackle, lose your center, lose your guard. Pretty big revamp in order. Not saying Georgia can't pull it off, but you know, if you're back, who are you surrounded by next season versus what's your NFL draft stock? So uh, that's a tough call. I do think money's involved, but I don't think that's necessarily the determining factor. Uh, I reported over a week ago he was looking for more than $4 million. That's That's about what he should be looking for based on his NFL value. Don't think that's an issue for Georgia. Um, I think it comes down to what Carson wants and and how he you know weighs coming back for another year versus going on to the NFL, which is the ultimate goal for him. Would Gunnar Stockton be the incumbent? He would for the bowl game. Uh, I'm not sure if he'd win the job for next season. He'd certainly be up for it. Um, you know, he's a pretty talented guy. George was high on, and um, you know, but that's another guy that that I had heard was was looking at his options. Look, Bill, they're all looking at their options. Right. This is this is a new world. I mean, people have got to adjust. Every player every year has to look at their options. They're they're renegotiating every year now. This is what people wanted. This is this is what um, you know. People said players needed to have this opportunity. This is what Congress said. Uh, you know, fair, you know, f- fair job act. You know, everybody has a right to negotiate their job, and the amateur model as we knew it is dead. Uh, you don't own these guys. Every year they can change jobs, just like the coaches, just like you, just like me. And every year is a negotiation for them. So, you know, people have to become accustomed to this. It's not like it used to be, and and really, it wasn't last year. Uh, you know, this is part of why what Georgia did. Uh, winning 42 out of 43 games and 29 games in a row in this era, you know, where they're lined up across from guys around their team last year. I mean, that was Tresman Marshall uh, falling on that fumble at the 11 and stopping Dejon Edwards at the 1. He was a Georgia Bulldog the previous four years. And then he helped Alabama beat Georgia. That was, that was Jermaine Burton who helped Georgia win a 2021 national title, catching a touchdown pass for Alabama against Georgia. Bama Pete Georgia with former Georgia players that Kirby Smart recruited and trained and coached up. Um, this is this is where college football's at. Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation on Tuesdays joins us. Mike, the Mad Dog in Noonan, Georgia, wants to know why aren't Georgia fans talking more about Ryan Puglisi more? Well, you just mentioned him. Yeah, they are. I mean, they you know Rayola got a lot of talk this year because he went to Buford which was a top-10 national high school located about an hour from UGA. So he was in the spotlight every week in high school football action. And, you know, he was a, a big-name guy that was, was once the number one recruit. Um, but, you know, Piguzzi, he stayed strong all year. I mean, I saw him uh, the day of the SEC title game. We both did the same radio show uh, in Atlanta. Uh, he was there with his dad, and kid hasn't wavered. I mean, he was coming to compete. Um, whether Rillo is here or not, and and that's still not a done deal, but uh, makes you appreciate Georgia having the power, the wisdom to recruit two, two top ten quarterbacks. 
Riley Leonard has visited Notre Dame. We don't know if he's visited any other place. Don't think he has. What's going on with Georgia there? Because that's the first mention I've heard. Well, I mean, he's basically not dealing with a lot of other schools. I don't think he wants a lot of other schools. I think he's picking. And he visited Notre Dame. And, um, you know, there's some suggestion that, you know, he could be waiting to see what Beck does. I mean, there's some thought that Georgia could be in on this guy. Um, a lot of riches there uh, coming to Georgia. Uh, Bobo's a really good coach. He's produced a lot of really good uh, NFL players in the SEC's all-time leading passer. Aaron Murray was a Mike Bobo guy. Matthew Stafford, uh, number one overall pick, was a Mike Bobo guy. David Green, uh, winningest quarterback in Georgia history, a Mike Bobo guy. Um, Georgia's all-time uh, highest-scoring team was 2014 under Mike Bobo. So Bobo's a guy that quarterbacks are familiar with and and like to play for he played the position himself is georgia more aggressive this year in the portal meaning going after people yeah they have to be i mean you know they were aggressive before they tried to get caleb williams two years ago yep. this, this is like i keep trying to tell people everybody just like into well no so they had stats and come no they they tried to get caleb williams they tried to get other players kirby told you that um hey there's other guys that georgia wanted to get in the portal in past years, and wasn't able to. Um, you know, Georgia might have had some interest in Riley Leonard last year. You know, there's just there's a lot you don't know. It's not documented. It's not uh, put on the big screen. Georgia talking to such and such potential uh, transfers. It's just they've been very selective because they've recruited really well and they've developed really well. So they haven't had a whole lot of holes in the lineup, and so it's determined by your needs. Georgia, I don't think, is ever going to build a program on transfers. Like, you look at Ole Miss, and I think Lane had 28 transfers in the two deep at Ole Miss. Um, Not Colorado, uh, but not Georgia either, right? So Georgia still wants to build primarily through recruiting and development. But from year to year, you're going to have guys that check out and leave. You're going to have guys that leave early for the NFL, although, I don't know, do we even call it leaving early now if you leave after playing three seasons? I don't think so. So this is this is what happens with an accelerated schedule when you have 19 guys that are going to enroll in the midterm. Uh, it means they'll be going through spring drills. It's almost like the guys that are freshmen really aren't true freshmen, right? They're not true, true freshmen. True, true freshmen don't go through spring, right? They arrive in the summer. But when guys go through spring ball, I mean, that's, that's kind of its own season. So uh, that's an accelerated schedule. And therefore, you have guys that are able to leave college earlier. And if we take it to the next step, part of the reason these guys are midterm enrollees is more and more players are being redshirted in high school or in middle school, being held back at some point. So uh, they're not 18; they're 19 now. Most court, you know, I shouldn't say most, but many quarterbacks are guys that have had that extra year to grow and develop. Jim in Savannah wants to know, outside of the quarterback topic, what is Georgia's top need? Well, you can make the argument it's running back and receiver. I mean, you know, Trevor Etienne's a guy from Florida in the portal. A lot of people think Georgia's in on him, that he could be here. He'd be an immediate fit. Um, Fits a need. Good character guy. Wants to win a title. Um, That would make sense for Georgia. They haven't had a first-team All-CC back since. DeAndre Swift, you know, you could argue some of that was how they used their backs, but still, 
Um, ETN would be a great fit. But receiver, I, I'm not sure that, you know, Lovett and Ra Ra Thomas really met expectation. I'm not sure. You know, I don't, you know, my expectations might be different than the coaching staff, but I didn't think either one of those guys was a real impact guy like I thought they might be. You know, I looked around the country and saw the receivers making a bigger impact at other schools. But for Georgia to maintain this incredible level they've been playing at, you know, Kirby's got some heavy lifting ahead this offseason for sure. You're right. Those receivers did not impact like I thought. Now, Griff, just was that just they weren't as good as we thought or just not used? Weren't, weren't that important? Well, you know, it, it's tough because Georgia kind of got everybody's best game. But, but I thought Carson Beck was a good enough quarterback to get the ball around. But yeah. I guess my thought is this. You know, when Bowers and McConkie were hurt at the end of the year, you know, they tried to play, right? Ohio State had a receiver last year that didn't even try to play, okay? Um, Georgia's guys tried to play. And when they weren't able to go and make an impact, you, this is where you used to say, well, next man up. Well, next man up didn't show up. That's why they lost. Say this, if Georgia still had A.D. Mitchell, that Texas receiver, I'd say to beat Alabama in the SEC title game. But this is now. This is the transfer world and. Georgia's best receiver helped Texas make the playoff, and and Georgia didn't have that next man up, and Alabama played a better game. Jalen Milrow, I executed Carson back, and so the Tide's going to play Michigan in the Rose Bowl, and we'll see a really good Sugar Bowl with Texas against Washington. Appreciate it, Britt. Thank you. Good morning. It's really starting to get heavy now on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area in from Rutherford County as you continue towards Nashville out of Murfreesboro. It's uh, slow up in the Hendersonville area because everybody's having to take different routes from time to time here. It's heavier than it normally would be on Vietnam. Vance coming westbound there in Conference Drive as it continues to build uh, out of Wilson County through Hermitage right now on 40 going westbound here at Central Pike. A 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee called Tomahawk Crane. Crane and rigging at uh, 423 area code 602-5438. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Brown City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. The Bill King Show, more gravitating than the radio wave emission from a supermassive black hole. Call or text the show now at 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Well, we just talked to Griff about Georgia and Dylan Rayola and Carson Beck and the roster, all of the above. We're going to do the same with Gator Dave. Do you have any drama the level of Dylan Rayola right now at Florida? Yeah, Bill. Um, <laughs> tre- tre- Trevor Etienne hit the portal last week. Yep. You know, and um, Georgia could be his next stop. So, talking about drama <laughs> and some uh, – and maybe even heighten that rivalry just a little bit more. Um, so, you know, Florida could be losing one of their top playmakers. I mean, certainly looks like they're losing to the portal uh, unless something changes, but I don't think that'll change. And um, Georgia certainly seems to be one of the main talking schools that could be his next stop. Maybe Alabama, Ohio State in there too, Bill. But, Bill, I went back and looked at my messages. Um, November 16th is when I got the first – inclination that that might happen your season was still going on uh now we already know the season was trending uh not you know in not in a good way for florida but uh it just didn't come about when the portal opened or last week when it was announced uh you know this uh this had been kind of going on behind the scenes for a little bit what about the defensive end and i always screw his name up but princely (laughs) what's going on there um, so yeah, Bill, he entered the portal as well for, for, uh, the ones out there wondering what we're talking about. And look, I mean, that was Florida's best, if not best, one of the best defensive players there. And, 
you know, the sack numbers weren't there, Bill, but he had a lot of pressures and probably just needed more help there on the defensive line. Uh, but entering the portal as well, and he's not ruling out returning to Florida. I, I don't see it likely, Bill, but he's not ruling it out. But it, it was kind of funny. He was at the SEC championship game uh, between Alabama and Georgia. Um, so and I know I had heard some whispers that maybe Alabama uh, might be interested uh, there, but also I know – Lane Kiffin was in Gainesville uh, at the end of last week, I believe. And now Ole Miss's name has just surprisingly come out of nowhere for, for Pensley. So it uh, looks like I think he's going to be visiting there either today or sometime this week. Uh, so Ole Miss is a school to watch there, Bill. So, yeah, I mean, you know, really, really tough when you go five and seven for Billy Napier and guys that could be on your roster next year that were a good part of your team this year probably won't be on your roster next year. Obviously, the running back's a big loss. Running backs are not terribly difficult to find, but he was a good running back. I'm certainly not trying to demean that situation, but is is there any addition by subtraction here or not? I don't think so, Bill, uh, and I do agree with you. And it, we, I've had this conversation with a lot of Gator fans, too, and you know that, that has come up. Well, you know, it's, it's running back, and it, I will give Billy Napier credit. You know, he – he seems to find some running backs. Uh, and look, Trevor Etienne basically outplayed his recruiting ranking. I mean, he was only a three-star coming out of Louisiana, and, and certainly you know the staff saw something in him, and he came in right away as a true freshman. Um, I think the running back position, Bill, is valued more in the Billy Napier offense, so I think you can go the other way with that. Yeah, the position overall is probably not as valued uh, as it once was, but in Billy Napier offense, I still think it is. Uh, so, you know, Montreal Johnson doesn't like he'll be coming back for Florida Bills. So you'll have you'll have him. You know, it's the stats have pretty much been equal between the two guys the last two years. Uh, but still, I think you're missing that proven home run threat. Uh, Montreal Johnson, you're not the 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 big home run hitter. And he'll, he'll get a lot of chunk runs. Now, don't get me wrong, but you know, the 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 huge runs that made a. You know, that kind of seemed to come out of nowhere would, would be the Trevor Etienne run. So, you know, Trayon Webb, uh, he, from here from here from Jacksonville, he's still on the roster. And then, you know, Florida with um, Kane and Daniels, a, a running back commit uh, that should be in this class. And then they're looking to add maybe Jaden Ball, uh, who was on campus this past weekend. He'll visit Alabama this weekend uh, as well. So, um, they got some options there, Bill. But you still – I think what you've been able to see – from Trevor Etienne in the last couple of years. I do think um, it would hurt this Florida offense. But, uh, Bill, a point I was actually thinking about this morning a little bit. Uh, I had Graham Mertz on the podcast uh, last week. And this might be – next year might be the first time I think Billy Napier could say his best two players going into a season on offense might be a quarterback and a wide receiver instead of a running back. When you got Graham Mertz coming back and you got Trey Wilson – the true freshman wide receiver, he'll be in his second season next year. Uh, and look, that's the best playmaker Florida has. The Ricky Pearsall gone with Trevor Etienne gone. Uh, that's you know that that's the playmaker for offense. So I do wonder, you know, does Billy Napier change the offense a bit? Does he open it up a little bit more with Graham Mertz and Wilson, given that they're the, his two best options on the on the offensive side of the football now? I look at the recruiting rankings for the class of twenty four. They're ranked fifth still. They are, and Bill, I think that's where this, this next week is just going to be 
so integral, so, I mean, so important for Florida. Can they hold off guys from flipping? And, and the biggest one right now is Xavier Filsomey, the safety out of Texas. Uh, he'll visit Texas this coming up weekend. Florida's going to go in home with him this week. Billy Napier will be there. Also, Armstrong, defensive coordinator, new, newly hired defensive back coach Will Harris will be meeting for the first time. Bill, I, I think if you ask me right now, the flip probably happens, but I don't think it's a shut door that he'll automatically put the Texas right now. It, it looks that way, uh, and I would predict that flip to happen, but maybe this last-ditch effort for Florida uh, keeps him in here. So, you know, that, that's one to look out for. Um, and Amaris Williams, I know they keep bringing his name up, and maybe Florida might hold off here, Bill. They, they might not. Uh, they might keep him in this class when it looked like maybe at one time he'd flip to um, Ohio State at, at, at one time, but also Armstrong, Jay Bateman, Mike Peterson really getting uh, involved here down the stretch and really not keep him in the class here uh, for, for, for this defense that kind of, you know, Bill had lost some guys due to, to flips and decommitments in the recent, um, in, in the recent months. I think uh, Maris Williams, in the end, might actually stay here for for, for for the Gators. So, and then one more big target they could add, Bill, Zay Mincy, the cornerback, add him to his teammate, LJ McCray out of Daytona. Uh, the visit's coming up this week, probably Thursday for those two guys, keeping LJ McCray in the fold and also trying to get Zay Mincy in the fold. Uh, and so right now, Bill, still, you know, probably a better class than what they should have after going five and seven. Uh, and we'll see if they can hang on to some guys and maybe add some guys here uh, with about a week left. Joe down in Boca wants to know, Gator Dave, are there any whispers about A.D. Strickland and his job security? Not that I can gather, Bill. And I know that's uh, a really – Popular subject right now, given the struggles, and you know we've talked about it before. And any decision on Billy Napier, you know, I don't think will necessarily come from him. I think his job is tied to Billy Napier. He won't get a chance to hire a third football coach. Uh, you know, that's that's just marking failure over and over again. Uh, and I don't think Florida administration can necessarily allow that to happen again. Um, so I don't hear anything on Strickland, but I just think, you know, there'll be a little bit of patience on his end of doing anything with Billy Napier because of, I think his job's tied to it. So right now, Bill, nothing behind the scenes on, on Strickland. And I mean, look, I think obviously, I think putting it together, Bill, we can see, he, he knows there's pressure. He knows Billy Napier probably has to win, uh, next year, make it look better next year, or, you know, possibly his job is on the line as well. You cannot fail more than once in hiring a head football coach on that level. You just can't. Right. You can't. Uh, and especially the way this one supposedly happened, Bill, if you want to go behind the scenes a bit, it was Billy Napier and Billy Napier only. You know, if the reports are true, Lincoln Riley was interested in Florida maybe, or Brian Kelly was interested in Florida maybe, and you only had one target, you met Billy Napier, and he was your guy. Okay, well, you know, I think that probably in the end sticks it even more uh, that, uh, you know, this is the guy you identified and it just, you know, in the end didn't work out. Brian Kelly, I think, obviously got the LSU job, not a problem, huge job. But let's just say that Florida job was afforded him. He would have taken it in a second. He, he had done all he could do at Notre Dame. He wanted a monster state U 
with resources and recruiting, that would have been a gold mine for him. Yeah, Bill, and I, I think you know those two will always be linked because Billy Napier was in the state of Louisiana as well, and it doesn't seem like LSU had much interest in, in Billy Napier. So that was always a storyline too. Was right. Brian Kelly going to LSU instead? Billy Napier going to Florida in the same year? Uh, and right, you know, so far it's not, it hadn't even been close. <laughs> Brian Kelly and LSU doing what they have been to have the last couple of years, and going to the SEC championship game last year, and having a Heisman winner this year. Uh, so, yeah, it hasn't even been a close comparison uh, at, at all so far. And, Bill, I think part of that is kind of the direction uh, both decided to go as well. And, you know, I think he Brian Kelly turned that LSU roster over a bit more than what Billy Napier did at Florida, didn't rely on the portal as much here, here at Florida. So I think uh, – you know, they, they did it two different ways as well, and you, and you saw it pay off for LSU much more so than it paid off for Napier in Florida. So, yeah, I, I think when you start looking, you know, it's not just Billy Napier going five and seven, and then six and seven last year. It's just what you know what happened outside of that when you know uh, th- the pathway could have been a bit different, and you start comparing a little bit as well, and even the comparisons aren't too good. You're around it every day. I'm not around Florida like you every day, but my perception is the fan base is very fidgety. They're very uneasy right now. Yeah, they, they are, Bill, and, and rightfully so. Uh, yeah, you, know, I can't, you, you can't sell blind hope and blind faith after two seasons like this. It's now maybe at the most positive way right now. It might actually be just kind of wait and see, uh, but right now I think a lot of people – They'll have more questions than they thought they would have after two years uh, in the direction of this going. You know, the the, the record in and of itself, I, I think, you know, at the base level would get most of the fan base there. But now, you know, not, you know, some, some of the decommitments in this class. And then, of course, losing a player like Trevor Etienne. Bill, I think the message behind that a little bit is, hey, you decided, just talking about roster building, you decided to hit high school recruiting hard. You decided to give a whole lot of young guys a lot of reps in year one and year two. And then for one of your best players, you're not going to get to see the pay, that payoff in year three. And that's what you were building toward. That's what you were building for. And now that's a hard sell when you don't get to see the payoff of one of your best players. So uh, I think not, you know, just besides record, Bill, uh, maybe the way the recruiting class is trending and one of your best players hitting the portal, uh, I think is a hard sell for a lot of Gator Nation. What's the top need and or get that Florida has to have here down the stretch? Well, Bill, I mean, we should definitely talk about they, they got a JUCO defensive lineman commit yesterday uh, that they absolutely needed. Uh, Brian, Brian Taylor, yep. uh, he's from, from, from Blinn, uh, if people, uh, that JUCO in, in Texas, so that's where Cam Newton came from. So maybe maybe a little bit of uh, good hope there. But, uh, Bill, he was, I think, the 24-7 sports had him the number three JUCO defensive lineman. Uh, seemed to be a decision between Florida and Georgia here down the stretch. Florida had him on campus this week. Georgia's got plenty of options at defensive line. They were still interested, Bill, and would have taken him from everything I can gather. Uh, but Georgia's got a lot of options there. And Florida's probably can offer a lot more playing time <laughs> right now, given the situation. Uh, so uh, 13 games, 39 total tackles, two sacks, nine and a half for loss the last couple of years. Uh, so they got that there. Um, and then – um, they had uh, Joey Slackman uh, was pinned defensive lineman, one of the top defensive lineman options in the transfer portal. He was on campus this past week, 
and Michigan and North Carolina might seem to be his next stops. He's really going the academic way here, Bill, of course, coming from an Ivy League school. You kind of expect him to continue that. So Florida, Michigan, North Carolina uh, kind of seem to be his top options. Had a visit to Florida this past weekend. It went well, but it does seem like he's going to do his due diligence and taking visits and Bill, for the transfer portal, that doesn't usually work out well. The, the first visit, if you don't get that commitment after the first visit, you may not get it. So, uh, but that that's it, Bill. It, it's defensive line where Florida really has to build some depth there, get some playmakers there, get some difference makers there, uh, and then offensive line. And got to kind of circle back around on that one a bit, Bill. Looks like this might be a big weekend coming up for Florida offensive line from everything I'm hearing. So, got to try to dig a little bit deeper and maybe uh, some of the names that Florida's bringing in this weekend uh, to get some depth on the offensive line as well. Dave, tell everybody how they can get your work. Yeah, Bill, GatorsBreakdown.com. Everybody can find uh, Gators Breakdown episodes and articles there. Uh, if they missed it, had Graham Mertz on the podcast, Bill, uh, last Thursday. Uh, so that kind of hit out, you know, major major last Friday. So if anybody wants to listen to me and Graham Mertz talk about 30 minutes, that was a, a pretty good interview and a lot more on the uh, Will Harris hire, Florida's new DB coach. Good stuff, man. All right, Bill. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. There he is, Gator Dave. We'll see him next week. Patrick in the 912 over in Georgia. Bill, I think Griff gets his info from the Georgia student newspaper. Georgia's biggest need is defensive line. Everybody knows this except Griff, obviously. <laughs> All right, we're clear. For things just like this, yes, we're clear. Two days, we'll be at the Omni. Commitments. What? I don't even know what number it is. You'd think the host would know this. Presented by, yeah, the Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, working in the accident at 21st at Elston Place there in the Midtown area. Also, Conference Drive at North Chase there in Goodlandsville. That's a crash at the intersection, getting some attention. Trying to wrap up an earlier wreck, Dickerson Pike near the interstate. Still taking some getting used to where several streets and roads are closed there in Madison, up in Hendersonville as well. It's uh, pretty busy, 65 South down through Millersville. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee called Tomahawk Crane and Rigging at 423 area code 602-5438. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered 
in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I yeah. think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Got biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. You know, I, the external pressures on you know that are put on these guys to play before they're ready, I think is distasteful. I mean, Brock Bowers is a guy that's going to play if he can. I mean, he played through injury his freshman year. Uh, he played through uh, a groin injury earlier this year. I mean, this guy's literally given his left nut. So let him heal. He'll play when he can. The Florida Transfer, Princely Uman Mielin, I always struggle with that name, is at Ole Miss right now. I just heard from Ole Miss Evie about it. He's at Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin is absolutely raising holy bleep, 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 bleep in the transfer portal right now. Walter Nolan is visiting Starting Friday, Juice Wells just visited. They're considered a big leader there. Nobody is out portaling. Is that a word? Baby Kiff right now. Not at all. And again, Princely 
Uman Mielin is there as we speak. They got from Arkansas Chris Paul, linebacker. They got wide receiver Deion Smith from Holmes Community College. They have receivers returning that are stars. They have a superstar running back back. They have, it looks like their quarterback's back. Their offense, y'all, this this will be, and, and we're in December. We got many miles and days and months to talk about 2024. But let's just point one thing out. Baby Kiff has returning an absolutely wicked offense, which could get more wicked with Juice Wells involved. A quarterback who's been and done everything, played Georgia, Alabama, whoever, right? Been in every type situation you can think of, played out west, at Southern Cal, now at Ole Miss, he's a veteran. He's seen it all. He's got weapons around him. He's got a fantastic offensive mind as the head coach in Lane Kiffin. The future there at the moment is phenomenally bright for baby Kiff. That's to say the least. Brent in Macon. Five words here from him. Bill, Mike Griffin is a moron. (laughs) Why the hate on Griff, everybody, this morning? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a lot of hate on Griff. Just going nuts. Jim and Jupiter. ATN going to the dogs would be devastating to the Gators. Not only do you lose him, a playmaker, but you lose him to a hated rival. That'd be a really good running back. Think about his style of play, ATN's running back style of play. He is an ideal Georgia running back, if that's where he ends up and that's where a lot of the predictions are right now. He is the ideal athletic, tough physical, all those things, speedy and open grass, all those things that would ideally fit the Georgia running back room. Now, you could say that kid would fit any running back room, and I agree. Where would you not want him on the field as a running back? And the answer is nowhere. He's really good. He's good. Top water assassin, big Clemson fan. Hey, Bill, is Clemson even on the radar with Trevor? I haven't heard. There. Obviously, you had his older brother. That's the connection there, who was ridiculously good at Howard's Rock. So, very good. I thought the same. Yeah, I thought the same. I believe, didn't he say out of high school when he's being recruited, he wanted to blaze his own trail? I thought I read that about him back a few years ago. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, the Portal King is Mike Norvell. All our rivals said the dogs, or the uh, Noel, sorry about that, would falter with three to four L's this year by going to the Portal, but we went undefeated 
Well, Norvell to date has been right at the top, but I would say in the moment, the guy wreaking the most havoc for this particular phase would be Baby Kiff. Baby Kiff is all in people's business. Not only that, but he's tweeting almost every bit of it. There's a picture of him and Jaden Daniels. And Jaden Daniels is going on to the NFL after winning the Heisman. But there's a picture of him in a, where were they, Knoxville Hotel? I'm not hotel, Knoxville Airport. You know what Kiffin is? Now, he's, he's not the same personality as Spurrier. But he's a troller like Spurrier. I was talking to Evie about this over the weekend. He's a modern-day Spurrier when it comes to trolling. He really is. Now, Spurrier, again, Spurrier, even if he was around coaching today, wouldn't be popping off on Twitter. That's not his thing, but he'll throw you on a microphone. Happily do that. Yeah, happily do that. All right, here we what we got to do. Got to get a break. Omni here in a couple of days. Commitments. Let me know if you need that link to rooms. We can get you a really good room. Good morning. Here's what we see. Slow traffic through Kingston Springs right now through that section of Cheatham County on 40 going eastbound. It's also still heavy on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County towards Nashville. Pretty crowded over here on 40 westbound at Central Pike through Hermitage. And it's still taking some getting used to with several roads and streets that are still closed in Madison up in Hendersonville, Sumner County. 65 running slow southbound through Millersville at the moment. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring in all four locations. Order online today at Princess Hot Chicken. Com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Grind into the holiday season with your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday when they host Dylan Brooks and the Houston Rockets on Memphis Grizzlies Ford Scholars Night presented by Ford and your Mid-South Ford dealers. Arrive early. First 5,000 will receive Grizzlies holiday wrapping paper. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-HOOP or visiting grizzlies.com. happens anywhere in college sports the bill king show will be there to bring you the facts right a buckeye in texas says, Bill, let me pile on the Griff hate train this morning. Totally classes, classless to dog on an Ohio State receiver during his talk about Georgia. Does Griff have access to the kid's medical records to give him the insight to dig the kid's injury? Yeah, a little shot there at Marvin Harrison. Yeah, there was a little bit of a shot there at Marvin Harrison. I, I noticed that. Notice that Tom in Myrtle Beach said, I was scheduled to fly to Nashville today, but I had to cancel it. Rescheduled for tomorrow. Was supposed to go to Jack Daniels tomorrow, but I messed up my ankle golfing that I can barely walk. Hope I don't have to cancel the whole trip. Look forward to seeing everybody. Yeah, hope you can get here, man. Yeah, absolutely hope you can get here. Commitments is coming up. Thursday, and then the show on Friday. Very excited about that. Going to be a, there'll be a, a, a small, cozy crowd there. The December close to Christmas item is a problem travel-wise. It, it has been, and uh, we know that. Just don't know where else we can put it. Now, originally, we did it in February. That's the new year. It's changed a little bit. Obviously, that's not a big signing day as it used to be. But summer commitments down on the Emerald Coast with Georgia Dog and everybody, Pac-12 Dave, Tom is part of the planning of that. They're talking about the first or second week of May. I don't know if they've made any conclusions on that event. That's a fun event. There's a golf tournament, a, a foursome best ball. One day there's restaurants, there's the beach, there's all kinds of things that's so much fun. 
that one in May, we was talking to Michelle about it. We we plan on getting down there. Hopefully, Billy was there last time. Billy's trying to finish up his third year of dental school right now and loves to play golf. Loves to play. And uh, he went down there last year when they had their summer commitments. That was in August. They're talking about moving it to May, though. And uh, hopefully he's out by then so we can get down there and uh, hang out. Yeah, Tom, I hope you feel better. I saw you uh, mention that the other day, playing golf, messing up your ankle. Yeah, I hope, hope you can make it, good friend. Yeah, I hope you can make it. Bowl game chatter. Tennessee in their bowl game. Tennessee plays Iowa in their bowl game. And there's talk that Small and Wright are out. And if that's the case, that means Dylan Sampson, who is a really good young back for them. And then the Cam Seldon kid, who's the true freshman, who's a big back with speed, would get featured in this ball game too, I would think. He'd get touches because you have to be liberal rotating your running backs if you have the players to do it with. You just have to. It's a really rugged, brutal position. Those are the kind of items that I do enjoy in bowl games. Blake Fisher. Now, this is a couple of days ago. The right tackle for Notre Dame has turned pro. He is not going to play in their bowl game. The hope was they could get him to stay, let him play left tackle. Joe Alt's gone. He's one of the top. He and the Penn State left tackle are the top two offensive linemen in this draft. Both will go in the top ten. Alt's a true junior. Alt was a three-star who played tight end. But comes from a family, his dad was a big-time pro that played at Iowa and then in the NFL. And this kid went from 6'7", 240 to 6'8", 320, and a very, very good, long, athletic, strong left tackle. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Young players for Notre Dame. That may have to step up like a Charles Jagasaw, who's got a high upside, true freshman this year. If they play Tosh Baker, then they're just giving it to a veteran to throw him a bone. He's not very good on that offensive line. But that's fun stuff. I like seeing the young guys play. Sam Hartman is not going to play in the Notre Dame bowl game. Steve Angeli, who is not their future at quarterback, will quarterback, at least in the beginning, that bowl game. I'd rather see a guy like Kenny Minchie. Kenny's just a true freshman. I'm not sure he's ready. C.J. Carr isn't there yet. But that would be fun. That would be fun. But, yes, Sam Hartman has opted out. He will not play. Blake Fisher will not play at all along that offensive line for them. But they've recruited well there at that position. That That's that's not a big deal. Zeke Corral, their center who entered the portal 
last week or two has settled on NC State. He's going to NC State. Good, solid program there. Yeah, very, very good program. Tobias Merriweather entered the portal a while back, too. Everybody is saying he's going to go back to his home area, going to go to UW. Not bad. I have not heard anything on Rico Flores, where he's going. You've seen some news there. Pass that along to me. I've not seen anything on Rico Flores. All right, here's the deal. Got to get the break. Hour three. Omni Nashville Hotel. (laughs) 